Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Mel. I grew up playing outside. And I grew up doing something meaningful, watching movies and TV. I never had cable, and we finally bought a VCR about the same time DVD players hit the market. Throughout our marriage, Mel has sadly missed many of my pop culture references and movie quotes. So it's time to catch up on all the films I missed. Good evening. Hello. How are you? I'm really good. Yeah? Are you feeling like you're on hard times right now? Um, maybe. Yeah. Hard times with that clue. <laughs> Sometimes the living is sweet, though. Living is sweet? Yeah. Is this a Southern movie about the summer? But I always land on my feet. <sighs> I've got nothing. <laughs> I do not know what it's you're... the most obscure clues I think I've ever done. <laughs> I don't know. All of your clues are that obscure. No, they're not um, all that obscure. Do you know what we're watching tonight? I have no idea. I mean, I just gave you really great hints, but obviously they're not landing, and that's fine. This is a movie that I was shocked to find out you did not have not seen. And I don't say that lightly because the whole premise of our conversations are right. movies that you've never seen. Yeah. But all throughout our marriage, I just assumed and or knew that you'd seen this movie because I used to talk about it so much. <laughs> and like a lot. Newsies? Yes. Oh my gosh, we're watching Newsies. We're watching Newsies. <laughs> Yay. Oh, happy day. Okay. Yeah. It's another one like Space Camp. It's one that I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, wow, uh, I'm super thrilled. I, You know, it's. I'm glad that we have two movies in a row that you actually are, like, wanted to see. That's awesome. I know. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I, I enjoy making you watch a movie you didn't want to see, especially when it turns out you liked it. Uh, that That's always fun for me, too, though. You've talked about this movie so much. In fact. Yeah. We do bell kicks outside of the grocery store. Of course. On the walk, walking back to the car. Who doesn't? All of our kids do that too now. Who doesn't because do of, bell kicks? Because of you watching this movie. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I know. I, I'm just, I'm so, I can't wait to watch it. Whoa. What do you know about this movie? Um, I know Christian Bale is in it. He is. Yeah. Yes. Maybe and he is. It's funny because we just watched <laughs> him in Amsterdam. So now we get to see... Like him as a kid. That's this is gonna be fun. That's another thing I was actually really psyched about when we were watching Amsterdam because you would get to see him like really young after seeing him like recent now. Yeah. Um I just I know it's about like about what kids hawking newspapers. Okay. Um and that industry. Hawking newspapers, is that like when you spit? like phlegm or what is no it's like physics physics like but, steve hawkins oh, hawkins got it i talk <laughs> physics in papers yeah um I, and it's a musical is it yeah i think there's a song called seize the day okay which you you also have sung I, I have many times saying that many times i love true. that song i can't wait to see it yeah on the screen i know in real movie life mm -hmm. <gasps> this is wonderful Anything else you know about it? Um, I mean, that's a lot. I know some of our friends just love this movie and kind mm -hmm. of like it's a cornerstone of their upbringing. Yeah, totally. This, this film. So totally. that's that's the last piece of knowledge I have. Okay. Well, 
If you were designing a poster, what would your tagline for this movie be? <laughs> Obviously, it would be like, um, read all about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it would have like some some kids like doing like bell kicks and it's like frozen in air. Ooh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. totally. And then probably in the front is like a stack of newspapers. Nice. Yeah. I, uh, all right. I, I'm always excited to see this movie. So. You haven't seen it in a long time. It has been a while. The times I've watched, obviously, have always been exciting, but it's been a while. Yeah. Yes. You ready? Newsies. Newsies. New. Let's go check it out. Okay. I tell the city how to think. I tell the city how to vote. I shape its future. Publisher Joseph Pulitzer ran New York City. There's lots of money down there in those streets, gentlemen. I want to know how I can get more of it. Newsboy Jack Kelly was running from his past. You were in jail? Well, I was starving, so I stole some food. He had nothing until Pulitzer's Greed charged the newsies more for their papers. They can't get away with this. Gave him something to fight for. Are we just going to take what they give us? No! Or are we going to strike? Yeah! Walt Disney Pictures presents... An all-new musical event. Featuring seven new songs from the Academy Award-winning composer of The Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast. powerful man in New York City. You have to fight them. I want an example, May. To those who would dare to leave. If we don't act together, then we're none. We don't stick together, we're none. I'll break you, boy. So what's it gonna be? In 1899, he challenged the power of the press and discovered the power of the people. Sometimes all it takes is a voice. Strike! It becomes a hundred. And then a thousand. Christian Bale and Robert Duvall. Newsies. We just watch Newsies now. Let's talk. <laughs> All about the plot lines and what you thought. <laughs> I could keep going. You've got to stop me. Otherwise, I'll keep going. I'm. That was great. That was great. <laughs> Woo! Yes, I just uh, saw Newsies. You sure did. Wow, I wanted to see that so much when I was a kid. Did you? Oh my goodness. Are you really? How, a, what? How many times did you watch that? As how a many kid? times did I watch it as a kid? I probably Best saw. It, I think I saw it for the first time maybe in like six or seven, probably seventh grade, maybe. Uh, best guess. I don't know, eight or nine times maybe. Whoa! But full disclosure, I was like in theatrical productions that like we were doing like a, a medley of the songs from the movie. So I listened to the soundtrack a bajillion times. <laughs> and of course, we had to watch the movie to learn about the choreography and whatnot. Did your love come from the movie or from the musical? Wait, for the, ask did, again. Did your what? love for Newsies come from watching the movie all the yes. time or like preparing for the musical? Uh, I mean, probably... I don't know if I even knew about it before the teacher was like, we're doing this. And oh. I was like, oh, what is this? 
until we got the soundtrack and then we watched the movie in class and stuff like that. So you got to watch this movie in class. I, you know, memory's a foggy thing. I would be shocked if we didn't watch it. Like I'm so jealous. In our after school rehearsals and stuff or something. I don't know. Anyway. Wow, I'm jelly. But There's I got a- to finally see it. So yes. Yeah. You want to give us a, a quick summary of this movie? Um, sure. It's based on actual events True. of a kid's strike. Yes, it is. <laughs> what? I'm laughing because the disclaimer at the end of the movie, while the events are true, all of the characters and how they're portrayed <laughs> in it are not. <laughs> they took a lot of liberty with the story. They did take a lot of liberties. That's true. But actually, there was a strike. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, we'll get into that later. Yes. But um, so there's these kids that sell newspapers mm-hmm. and... Um, Newsies. They're, they're called, they're newsies. called newsies. They sell papes. Papes. And the whole thing is they have to buy a stack of papes and they pay for it. And then they make the money back, like upselling it on the streets. True. But then um, the newspaper magnate, and in this case, it was Pulitzer. Mm-hmm. He is like trying to figure out how to make more money in the movie and um, decides to charge the newsies 10 more cents, I think. Uh, he just increases he just it a bit. I think they used to have to pay four bits or something, and now they have to pay five. So um, they are. This is like devastating for them. They mm-hmm. barely have anything as it is. Yeah, they're like some of them have like crutches. Some of them have mm-hmm. eye patches. It's just hard life, man. It's like the island of misfit toys. Like it's like yeah. these kids have nowhere to go, and this is the only way they can make money, and they don't. They're orphans a lot of times. And, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, they strike. And the main character is played by Christian Bale, Jack. And he kind of leads the strike. And the day that it all happens, he makes friends with a new kid who's coming to like make money while his dad is out of work because he's injured. Yep. And um, the new kid is pretty smart. His name is Dave. Yeah. And, uh, Davey. Mm-hmm. Davey. They kind of pair up and yeah. like do the strike. So they strike. They stop working. They go through all the strike stuff. Mm-hmm. There's like drama there. They have to get all the, all of the boroughs on board. So they have to go to Brooklyn <laughs> to get this other kid. Spock Collins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, he's actually named after a real person. That was a real name from history. Spock, Spock Collins. Spock Conlin. Conlin. Sorry. Yeah. Conlin. Um, so <clears throat> they eventually... Um, you know the the police try to crack down on them. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not having any like luck. But then um, this newspaper guy starts covering their story, played mm-hmm. by Bill Pullman. Yep. Surprise! Bill Pullman's in this. Wow, yeah. he's and great in this movie too. By the way, so great. You just yeah, Denton, Brian Denton. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's awesome in everything. Of course, of course, he is Melissa. <laughs> he's got a slightly gravelly voice. Why wouldn't he be awesome? <laughs> His hair is really good too. His hair is amazing. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> So he comes in the picture and he starts writing and kind of helping them and paying for their food. And he's like a nice help. Um, My favorite part of the movie is when he goes, doesn't anybody have any missiles? (laughs) Oh, wait, that's ID4. That's Independence Day. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. My bad. Oh, my gosh. Are you done? I love that speech in that scene. Keep going. (laughs) Okay. So um, the end at the end, like the only. Oh, there's drama because. Jack gets taken in to the into custody. Like he's a he was like wanted by the police. Yeah, it's kind of fuzzy. It's like um back then, at least according to the movie, I did not fact check this, but you know, if you broke the law and you were a minor, then you would go to what do they call it? The refuge or the yeah, 
It's basically like ju- like juvenile juvie now. What is what they have now? Yeah, and the guy running it Kid was jail. like an absolute awful. Person. He was yeah, he was smarmy beyond smarmy and just <laughs> he was like did not like him. He was Crispin Glover level weird because <laughs> we just saw him in a movie where he had that uh, same. He was also running an orphanage. I, yes, I love that your your metric for creepiness is like Crispin Glover is like the top. <laughs> It's the top level. But you know, I mean, you know, I know, what I, mean. I know exactly what you mean. It's the perfect metric. It's hard for not to it. go into my Crispin Glover <laughs> and stare at you really creepily while you don't. I won't. Don't. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> Jack gets like taken by the police. Um, the Pulitzer pulls him, like brings him to his house, and he's mm-hmm. like, "I'll just give you money yeah. if you just call up the strike." Buy him off. And in a very unbelievable plot twist, he does it. <laughs> and he like is it really unbelievable is it unbelievable for reality or for the movie for the it's just a little contrived okay a lot contrived but okay it's it, i thought it was unbelievable because he's like the leader mm-hmm. who's like egging everyone on and like giving everyone confidence mm-hmm. full of confidence himself and then he's going to take the money from pulitzer whatever well i mean to be <laughs> fair to him I th- I think the money was less of an option, more the fact that it's that that Davy was he was threatening Davy, and Davy had a family, and he wanted to protect them. I think that was more his motivation. You think than that was it? Hundred percent. But he couldn't admit that because he has issues with he has abandonment issues. We could go really deep here, but <laughs> I think I don't it was think we're supposed to. He no, he totally like his character throughout. I I could go on. He totally was doing it to protect Davy. It wasn't about the money for him. He just okay. said that so he would seem like. So it wouldn't force Davy to like engage and know about it because then Davy would be like, don't do that. And then he would throw himself under the bus again and get, you know, destroyed by Pulitzer. Anyway, he takes the money. He crosses he starts, the lines. Yeah, yep. he starts selling papes again. Mm-hmm. And uh, but then he like he relents or he he, he tw- turns again because he sees Davy being beaten up in a alleyway yes which again lends my you know davy's he's doing it for davy okay keep going (laughs) sorry there's other ways to do it than joining the enemy that's fair trojan horse and all that though right i don't think okay so he he rejoins they they, it almost fell apart right Mm -hmm. because he was the leader and he sold out Mm -hmm. but he rejoins them and then um, Denton was leaving too. He was Denton, their support, yeah. and then he got reassigned. Yeah. yeah, but then they kind of all rallied together <clears throat> again, and they got um, Theodore Roosevelt, Teddy. Yeah, Teddy. He was the governor of New York. Correct. Yep. And he talked to the newspaper guys, and so they gave them what they wanted, and he, the strike was over. They won. Well, yeah, they won. yeah. That's the Teddy Roosevelt thing's murky. He shows up, and all of a sudden, Jack's pardoned. And the refuge, the 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 orphanage guy, the kid prison guy goes to jail, and then the the strike. I I don't think Teddy talked to the. I would say he didn't talk to the paper guys. I think what happened is the tens of thousands of children who just stopped New York City, like everyone who was in child labor, like was there, and that forced their hand to be like, fine, go back to the four bits versus the one. It is murky. Yeah, so like you and really I were sure. talking about this afterwards. We're like. Wait a minute. So if this ties back to real history, like really they didn't not to spoil the ending or take away their victory, but they didn't really accomplish. They accomplished a symbolic victory. They all were like barely getting by right now with the way that the pay structure system worked. Mm -hmm. And then it got a little bit harder. So it was 
pretty much untenable versus barely tenable. So they, all they won back was barely tenable, not like good conditions or anything like that. So it's just like a in that moment, they didn't win a lot, but it was like the first step towards reform where child labor laws could then get like structured and things like that. But anyway, it's cool. I want to actually read about it more because I have a very newsies is my is my viewpoint into it. So I think it's super interesting part in American history. It is totally. I read a little bit about it oh. today, not like a ton. Sure. Um, because a, like a lot of it was not, you know, yeah, in the movie. But um, mm-hmm. the whole thing was like in real history. Um, when the Spanish American War was going on, mm-hmm. the newspapers um charge started charging more to their newsies. Yeah, and it was it was okay because they were selling more papers because mm-hmm. of the war. There was like something to read every day. Yeah, but then when the war ended. Um, the sales went back down and all of the other publishers lowered their price, but mm-hmm. Pulitzer and Hearst did not. Oh, jerks. And so it was, the strike was against those two mm-hmm. newspapers. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well. they didn't dance though. <clears throat> In the history what? that I read, there what? was no mention of music. First off, <laughs> this is, this is, I, 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 no, I think that's revisionist history. I think that there was much dancing and the bell kicks in particular were the reason that they won the victory. That's that you're never going to change my mind on that one. I'm sorry. Did you try dancing like that when you were a kid? What do you mean? Did I try dancing like that? (laughs) Okay. So you did those moves in your musical at school? I still do a mean bell kick. Thank you very much. Can we post the video on the YouTube channel? (laughs) No way. First I mean, off, at least a clip. It's on VHS, first off. So <laughs> That's why it, I said video. Everything looks like white blobs. Like, <laughs> all of the recordings I have of any stage productions I did were, like, wide. We like, we're like, you got to have everything on there. So then when you watch the video later, you just see these dots moving around. It's like watching a <laughs> Pong game. It's not, You know, there's no zoom-ins, very rarely. So it looks horrible, but... <laughs> You carry the banner. You can see the bell kick. You can see the blur doing bell kick, the little dot. Wow. Wow. I can't believe you just asked me that. That's <laughs> that's crazy. So um, speaking of the choreography, because we are, what did you think of it? This was your first time seeing all this stuff. I've, you know, lived with it for decades. I wish I had seen this when I was a kid. Yeah. I really do. I think I would have like totally like been into it, loved it. And, mm-hmm. you know, been doing the whole moves myself. The way I felt about Space Camp. I wish I had seen that when I was oh, a kid, yeah. too. But, um, Better late than never. <laughs> this is a... It's fun. It's a fun movie. It's fun for kids. Yeah. It's totally one you can show the kids. Oh, yeah. And you can get into great conversations about labor laws and child protective laws with them. And how know? good they have it now and they don't even know it. That is exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. I was like, this totally supports the whole, like, I used to walk. Blah, blah, blah. Miles up the yada, yada. Okay, so do you know who the choreographer, and he was also the director, do you know who he is and what he's what else he's done? I know the lyricist was the guy who did and did the music. He did, uh, I think it was The Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast, but the choreographer, no, I don't. Okay, so his name is Kenny Ortega. Okay. And he, direct, or he did the choreography for like... <laughs> Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Michael Jackson? John Hughes. John Hughes. Oh, John Hughes. Okay. Okay. So he did some choreo- choreography for him. For a movie that he did? Because yeah. John Hughes. Okay. All yeah. right. And, but he also did. Now I'm 
Shut Half up. the time of my life. He did the choreography for Dirty Dancing? Yes. Same man. Wow. <laughs> we both just sang in this podcast, too. That's that's something pretty rare and special. Wow. Yeah. That is another. That is one of my childhood favorites that I've always questioned why I watched it as young as I did. And as much as you did. And as much as that. My mom <laughs> loved it. So that was a whole nother. You've seen that one, right? Yeah, Obviously. I have. Yeah. I have okay. seen that one. Wow. Yeah. That is crazy. I was watching a- That explains the pelvic thrusts. Right? That there explains the pelvic thrusts. Yes. For people who've never seen Newsies, for some reason, all the newsboys, <laughs> when they're dancing, at least once during their dance routines, there's a pelvic thrust. Like fists are in front of them, then the fists go to their hips, and the thrusting happens. <laughs> it happens multiple times in the movie. You watch it, you're kind of like, why? It, it's a thing. But now that I know that Dirty Dancing, wow, is the precursor of this movie that actually, wow. It's like they were riding off of the jet fumes of Dirty Dancing with, with the <laughs> repressed sexuality. I don't know. No, this one, this all this choreography, you asked me what I thought about it, so yes. I will answer. Yes. It's all about kicking and jumping. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they had to learn, like, martial arts and, like, all of this. Spinning, too. Yeah. It's really, like, aerial. They're just in the air a lot. They're they just, are. it's really cool. That's true. A lot of jumping. Like, they have springs in their legs. Lots of physicality, too. Like, all of their moves and stuff. Like, I was thinking, man, it'd be hard to do a lot of those moves nowadays. <laughs> Being a newsie is a young man's game. <laughs> um. So, the choreographer, Ortega, mm-hmm. yeah. he, I was watching this, like, behind-the-scenes video that they filmed, like, right after the movie came out. Yeah. Or maybe they were filming it around mm-hmm. the same time. And he has, like, mega long hair, like, beautiful, long, long hair. And he was saying that, like, on set, all of the kids, mm-hmm. just for some reason, they felt like they had to torture him every Friday. Like, at the end of the week, they would, like, play jokes on him and, like, mm-hmm. pranks. Mm-hmm. But they also would bring these, like, big water soaker, like, Uzi guns. Super soakers, probably, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he said he went home soaked, like, every Friday. <laughs> that was, like, just the way it went. I mean, hello, one of the themes in the movie is soak them. Yeah. That's what they called it. <laughs> when they beat up other guys, they called it, we gotta soak them. Soak them for crutchy. You're right. So it totally makes sense that they would soak the director. That is so amazing. Yeah. That is awesome. Wow. Can we talk about Crutchy? He's my favorite character. Crutchy's your favorite character? Yes, he's my favorite. Wow, okay. He. <laughs> Why was Crutchy your favorite? <laughs> Although his voice is borderline annoying. It's a little squeaky. It's a little yeah. over the top. There's some yeah. camp there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like this tragic figure, but never loses his hope. Yeah. There's only one part where he looks sad. But all the rest, he's like happy, he's like joyful, he's hopeful. He's like a voice of hope to That's the movement. True. Yeah, he's my favorite. Wow. Who's your favorite? I mean, I like Jack Kelly just because I like tortured characters. He's so tortured. <laughs> he's so emo and tortured. Except Anakin Skywalker. That's a whole other thing. I don't like that tortured character. But <laughs> Jack Kelly, he's got great songs, great moves. He gets the girl. He's got great hair. He has great hair, too. Christian Bale was apparently ashamed to tell his friends he was in a musical when he was making it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how are you going to hide it once it comes out? But whatever. Maybe they wouldn't watch it. I mean, a lot of people didn't. It was like a $15 million movie, and it only made like not even $3 million in the box office. So, Which is atrocious. But I'm sure they made it back on the soundtrack. (laughs) Because I bought at least one disc. (laughs) Wow. That's amazing. So, um... 
Did you have a favorite part of the movie? You have a favorite character, Crouchy, but any favorite parts? Um, hmm. I like that they were friends with the woman who was like the singer performer. And mm-hmm. that was like where they went to hide. The Swedish madame. I always love it in a movie when, you know, the people living on the streets, mm-hmm. they have like secret alcoves and like doors that you wouldn't even look at that are yeah. in the alley that they know how to get to the inside of a place. And you're like, whoa, how do they do that? I just love They that. know things. There's another world going on. Yeah. 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 And I also loved. And Margaret was great, by the way. Yeah, that, she that, was. That yeah. Character. She was great. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite part? I love the scene where uh, she sings where there's the rally. I, I mean, I love all the songs, most of the songs. Yes, I love all the songs. And, <laughs> but that one in particular where they're all singing hard times, mm. that that that's a great that's a great scene. There's great harmonies. And it's like I, whenever I hear people harmonizing, it's like this weird um, tone hits my body and I feel like energized, you know, like, yeah. So, and that one's a great example of it when you hear that song. It's the, really good. It's an words, uplifting song, too. So, the words to that song were really great. Yeah. Yeah. I also love how Aunt Margaret does her little Swedish accent. <laughs> so, you're afraid there's a wolf at your door. <laughs> I also really like the part where they go to Brooklyn and they find oh. Spot Conlin. Yeah. And he's like this little kid and he reminds us of someone oh, that you grew up with. 100%. And now I know. Yes. Now I understand this person so much more. Yes. The archetype <laughs> of their personality is based on this character. 100%. Yeah. Um, but yeah. that whole character and that storyline was great too. Yeah. When you were talking about uh, giving your summary, like them going out to recruit people, I was like, this is uh, like narratively, it has a lot of uh, overtones of the Odyssey which is the mm-hmm. Battle of Troy, where and then Odysseus has to go around and recruit all these people who don't want to be a part of the war to go and fight the Trojans. And he goes around recruiting people and kind of tricking them and convincing them to join the effort. <laughs> Just kind of reminded me of that when you were talking about it. And then they also have like Pulitzer, who's this like larger than life Olympic type God figure that is just like ruling over everybody that they're going against. It's kind of cool. You said that you like Jack. Yeah. He's another, there's one similarity between him and the leader in history. They were both like had lost their parents. So they were both orphans. That was the one similarity. (laughs) I was going to say that's, they probably both wore vests as well and held papers. And the, the president, I think of the union that they started, his name was David. Oh, nice. So there were, there's some, there's some homages in there. That's cool. That's cool. Do you want to hear, um, it, you, we said that it didn't do well in the theater. Yes. And it was number 13 in the opening weekend. Oof. And then Disney pulled it from the theaters after just two weeks. Wow. Do you want to hear what some of the um, critics Reviews? said about yes. it? Yes. Okay. From the Washington Post, Dustin Howe said, Newsies is all left feet, noise, and clutter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> left foot to the Mr. head. How? <laughs> wow. And how. Wow. Um, Janet Maslin of the New York Times um, says this film's real trouble lies in its joyless, pointless execution. <laughs> Whoa! Do they know they're talking about children? I don't. Of the work of children? I have no idea. Wow. And then Roger Ebert gave it one and a half stars. Come on, Roger. <laughs> he is letting me down. Harsh. Although, to be fair, all those are probably middle aged people who really the movie wasn't made for. I know. That's what so. I was thinking. I loved it as a little, as a kid. Yeah. Thought it was mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. As a kid, you always love seeing, you know, kids doing things in movies. It just energizes you and 
opens up your imagination and increases your confidence, all that good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Kids in charge. Oh, yeah. Kids in charge. <laughs> but do you think this one holds up well? That's a good question to ask in this context. I think it holds up well, but you really have to like put yourself in the kid mindset to watch mm, it. Yeah. That's what I think. True. The only thing that kind of like, after a while, I started wondering, what's with this New York accent? Their New York accents came on really strong. And sometimes it just stood out to me. I don't know if it was just the mood I was in or uh, what. But well, I mean, Christian Bale is English. I so forgot that. He, I, I'm sure like, you know, he, he put it on. Um, I think probably the most, the main authentic one would be uh, Max Casea, who was racetrack. Yeah. He was on Doogie Howser as well. I was waiting for you to recognize him. Yeah, yeah. Which um, I didn't watch that, but I, I figured yes. it out. He's actually from, I think he's from the Bronx, if I remember right. So like his hopefully was the right accent. But I, yeah. Don't Okay, so I just want to be clear. I love New York accents. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love it. When we were in New York this summer, yeah. I just like soaked it up and I was listening and I wanted people to talk. I wanted to hear it. I oh, love yeah, it. totally. But I just, it's a little like, some of them are a little over the top, like crutchy, like I said. Yeah. Um. So that kind of yeah. floats to the top well, a little bit. But yeah. that's my only I point mean, that I'm making. That's all I'm saying. I just keep hearing uh, Christian Bale go, well, my thoughts, my thoughts. <laughs> um, on me back much. I, I, like, a lot, like a lot of the kids here, like, you know, I think the oldest one I know of was like Max was like 25 when it was made or something, which is, you know, he's an adult. But the other ones like were much younger, I think. So like, I kind of like chalk it up to some of that, you know, how good are you at doing accents when you're 13? And you do have to like, look at this as like, you have to like, camp's not the right word but it's just camp campy <laughs> that's not the right word yeah that's I don't fair, know the that's right fair. Word. yeah but you have to like say this is like a disney production of something oh it's not meant to be like totally. historically accurate hence the all. disclaimer at the end of the movie that's right. like seriously <laughs> robert duvall first of all was a i loved his He's portrayal great. of pulitzer yeah like when you were talking about the newspapers him doing his like he was so great. He's like a, a whirlwind in this movie. I love it. It's yeah. over the top a bit, but it feels very much appropriate for the context of the movie. Oh, yeah. His movements are so yeah. um, intense. He's yeah. really intense. But I have it was great. He was great. Um, so if you were in New York around this time and you were doing a job as a kid, what do you think it would have been? Oh, that's an interesting question because, you know, I am female. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, there's at least three things you could have done. Um, but actually, I, I read one place that there were actually more girls selling papers than you might have thought. Mm. But all First kids off, were kind of recruited. I appreciate you clarifying you're female. <laughs> it's good to have that out in the it open. It just puts finally. me into a category of a job I would do. That's true. I feel like um, it would have been something like in a bakery, like, like I would be fetching the wood. Mm -hmm. kind of a Cinderella sort of thing, you know, okay. making sure the fire's going, cleaning yeah. the hearth, like, you know, keeping the coal coming. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. And like probably, you know, getting the rats away with the oh. broom. <laughs> I would have been in charge of like pest okay. control. <laughs> You're, yeah, you, I could see you doing that. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? What I would, would have been done? like a stagehand at a theater probably. Oh, cushy job. Well, I know, but I would have, I would have like, I would have angled my way to it, 
you know, like <laughs> this is assuming my parents aren't in the picture and I have to figure something out. Right. So mm-hmm. that's probably what I would have gone for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you think the messages of this film were, if any? <laughs> Stand up for your rights. You got to fight you gotta- for your right. <laughs> yeah. To hawk um, newspapers. <laughs> Treat children well as well. Oh, children are precious. They're right. precious and beautiful. They are. Yeah. Um, what do you think the message of this film was? Gotta carpe that diem. <laughs> Open the gates and seize the day. That's my favorite song. Yeah, it's a and good I, one. I love the later version they do when it's yeah. a cappella or you hear the harmony. It's like a choir. Yeah. I love it. I think too, like layered on top of that, of what we just said too is like appreciate what you have you can you can don't be distracted by the what ifs in the world look at what you have and be present in it and appreciate it because jack kelly like did that that was a huge thread for him he's always thinking about escaping and he's not looking at and valuing the things he has he's thinking about what he doesn't have and he's letting that drive his decisions the grass is always greener in santa fe exactly even though there's no grass (laughs) yeah yeah, I, I enjoyed this. I'm I glad we saw it. I hope that nothing I said offends you in any way. Oh, I'm going to be fuming I... about these newspaper reviews for quite a while. But <laughs> other than that. Because this is like your heart language, I feel like. This Newsies movie is... is great. This is a great movie. I'm when, when the scene in the theater came on and they were singing, I almost like I felt all these emotions oh. washing over me. It's just like great memories from when I was a kid. Yeah. Great, great memories. And who isn't happy when they're singing? Like, it's really hard not to be happy when you're singing. And if you don't like singing in public, think about when you sing in the shower. It makes you happy. It does. So. <laughs> awesome. Right. That's a wrap. That's a wrap.